All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy DJ Cyclops here with another edition of After the Music Stops right here on Hicks Cartel Radio, bringing you the stories behind your favorite artists. And today we have another great artist um, that's making some noise throughout the nation, throughout fleet, throughout the airways. The boy P-Bugger, what's going on, yo? What's up, bro? What's good? Man, chilling, chilling, chilling. How are you doing today? Man, I ain't gonna lie. I had a late night last night. <laughs> but, I'm, but I'm good. I'm good right now. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. We understand those late nights. Late night, hey. early mornings. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So um, for those who don't know who P-Bugger is, let, let the world know who, who he is. For sure, man. Um, uh, my name is Pete Butter, you know what I'm saying? Uh, born in Illinois, born in Chicago Heights, raised in Bloomington, Illinois, you know what I'm saying? Um, currently reside in Florida, Atlanta to be exact. Um, I'm a full cell alumni, you know what I'm saying? When I came out of school, I've been doing music since I was 16 years old, you know, still striving, still pushing, um, you know, and I'm true to my craft, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, put it down for my team, Animal House, of course, faculty, and, you know, just uh, trying to push this message forward with my music. You know what I'm saying? Nice, nice. So, Full Sail, Full Sail. I, I went to Full Sail myself. Okay. So, how was your experience at Full Sail? Well, my, my experience, it, it Full Sail molded me for sure. That's why I like about Full Sail the most, like, I know during that time you're a student, you're young, you probably broke, you know. So you got certain people, a lot of people had their gripes with Full Sail, like I have bad reports. But as I look back, Full Sail really prepared me for like life in a sense, because, you know, all those classes and you were working around them around the clock and like we hours at a night and talking to people and learning different things. It's definitely let me know like, okay, a lot of that stuff does happen a lot to where. Like we were just talking about late nights, early mornings. Exactly. Exactly. You know? So it got me to learn that. And um, the thing I like most about school was just like the labs. Every time we do the lab, you know, we can record, we can mix, uh, you know, we mess with different audio equipment, like just all kind of stuff. So with, with school, it definitely helped me a lot. Um, just you know, having the knowledge that I know, you know, breaking down the different categories of everything that goes into our field and once I learned I'm like dang I know we do this we can we can fix microphones and we can do a like yeah. dang. You know <laughs> so like it broke down you know what can actually be done within uh within school gotcha gotcha yeah see you had a full experience I had an online experience it was a little different ah uh, yeah <laughs> it's definitely different man yeah so different. you know they sending me all this stuff and I'm here by myself doing stuff by myself not really having that hands-on experience like you had, which yeah. I wanted, but, you know, um, it was still a, a good experience because, like you said, learning all the different elements of everything that we do. Yeah. You know, um, even though I kind of knew stuff already, like like a different sound areas, like you get a better sound in this type of room compared to this yeah. room, you know, but actually understanding why was like okay i i get it you know yeah um, i like a lot 
sure. Yes, yes. So how was your upbringing in Illinois? Because, you know, Chicago's kind of rough. <laughs> yeah, it is. You know, uh, you know, like I said, I was born in Chicago Heights. I was in, in the Heights, so I was probably like 10 and uh, like 10, 10, yeah, like 10, 9, 10. And, um, you know, even during that time, you know what I'm saying, like, we would see a lot of stuff, you know, like, just mainly like it's a lot of, I don't want to say like it's all bad, you know what I'm saying? Because the world uh, always had their problems. Every city got a ghetto, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Things like that. So I don't necessarily wonder, I came up like this and now we was poor and all this. Nah, none of that's because as a, as, as a as a family and as a hood, we was hood rich in our own way. You know, as bad as there was a lot of shootings and things and deaths and things like that, there are a lot of good things too, you know, from our 4th of July block parties, you know what I'm saying? That was crazy. When we used to pop the hydrant and, you know, everybody just the whole hood come out and have blow pops and eating the, the can of corn with the with the mayonnaise and the, the pepper, <laughs> pepper and that stuff. So, it was good things coming out of the city, but my parents obviously knew like with all the things that was going on, they was like, look, we can't raise our kids in this environment because it's just, we they this subject to being a product of the environment at that point, regardless if they're good kids or not. Cause you know, that's just how it be sometimes. So after that, we moved to Bloomington, Illinois, which is two hours uh, south of Chicago. That's like central Illinois. And that's more so like family oriented. This is a smaller sort of pace. And it's more of a upbringing place for you to bring up uh, to raise your child. But we were always tapping with our family from the city because everybody was still out there. Gotcha, gotcha. So did your music, your love for music start in Illinois or was it? For sure, yeah. It started in Chicago, everything. You know, when Kanye came out, it was a whole epidemic. When Twister came out, as a whole epidemic. You know what I'm saying? And even with the new guys like Chance and Herb and Dirt, you know what I'm saying? Everybody had their own way. You know, Lupe, even like, you know, we got our own legends. And it was good because when like uh, Ye and Lupe and them came out, that kind of identified with me more because I'm not like a gangster or a street dude or nothing like that. So gotcha. when they came out and Kanye talking, you know, college dropout, backpack rapper, and things like that, and Lupe talking about, you know, food and liquor, the cool and you know what I'm saying? It was like, oh man, this, this is yeah. tight. And they from Chicago? Like, oh yeah, man. Gotcha, gotcha. So we could say that your influences was basically your hometown legends. For sure. It was a big influence, without a doubt. Gotcha, gotcha. So now let's fast forward, moving down to Orlando. How long have you been in Orlando? Uh since I started school, that was in 2010. Okay, okay. So Going from Illinois to Florida and with your music heavily influenced by that uh, Illinois scene, mm. now how is it today with the Florida scene? Because, you know, there's two different styles there. Definitely. Um, now I just think I'm just more open. You know what I'm saying? Like being out here has shown like the open just sure show, show me the world because there's so many walks of life out here. So many people, different races, different cultures, some people from different countries, you know what I'm saying? So being out here, it just let me learn like, like open your eyes up to the world because you kind of, 
what you see is what you know. So if you've been in your hood the whole time or been in your region and you thinking, yeah, Chicago this or Illinois that or, you know, Midwest, whatever, you know what I'm saying? You only closed up so much. So when I came down here and I started learning about, you know, all these, you know, these country boys with the big plaques in their head and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Got the, my Hispanic people that be salsa and bachata crazy. And then, you know, just even the still the conscious rappers or uh, music that's still out here. Like it's, it's, it all still exists. It just showed me like different walks of life in it. And I was like, dang, like this is dope, you know? So it's definitely made my music better without a doubt. Nice, nice. So let me ask you this. When was the first time you said music is what you wanted to do full time? When I won my first talent show. Okay, okay. And was that yeah. like high school, middle school? High school. No, it was, was it? Well, yeah, high school, because the other talent shows, there weren't no competition. They just let you do your thing. But high school, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. All right. So that's when you're like, okay, this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. Like, yeah, yeah man, because mainly because, you know, in school, you know, I'm a little dude, you know what I'm saying? I'm a short dude, skinny dude. I'm not the smartest. I'm not the toughest. You know what I'm saying? Nothing like that. So you're trying to find your way. You're trying to figure out your identity. You know what I'm saying? Just figure out who you is. And I love rap music a lot. You know, like I said, I started when I was like 12 and then I was 16. So a talent show had came and then when it, we linked up with my bro Matane and um, we put something together and it was dope. And then when we won, it was like, dang. Like, cause I never won nothing. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like, hey, like, hey, off the music, off the rap. Like, oh, I, I could definitely be a rapper now. You know what I'm saying? Cause it didn't matter about my height and about my size or or how tough I was or none of that. It was about what I was saying, you know, what I was doing and really if I was performing. So that's what I really loved about it most. Okay, okay. I'm gonna put you on the spot. Do you remember that rap that you did in high school? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. uh, me and Matane, we had made this song called Oh, Oh Boy. Uh, I'm not going to rehearse it for you, so don't ask me to do that. <laughs> but it's, it's super old. You know what I'm saying? My, all people that went to school with me know what I'm talking about. This is like, we like we had that song on the radio in the, in the hood. Like, all kind of stuff, man. So, Yes, that, that song definitely changed stuff for us just because that was our first song together and that was the first song that we won a talent show with. Okay, so you said it was all so it was on the radio, that song. That's what kind of just took off with that one song, basically. I mean, yes and no. I mean, because since we won the talent show, we had won the talent show and we were just, we felt like we was just untouchable. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let's go. We about to hit, you know, uh, every love venue every little spot every city little surrounding city and we had some ties to the radio and once we finally got it up there it was just like they're like yeah we gonna play it this day this time and you can you couldn't tell us nothing man you <laughs> mean on the radio 16 17 on the radio man you can't tell us nothing that's why i was just about to ask how was that feeling when you first heard your song on the radio it was dope it was just dope because it made me feel like I had some type of purpose. I had some type of place in this world. You know what I'm saying? Cause like I said, I wanted the smartest, one of the tallest. I didn't necessarily yeah. excel in something. 
And this was something that excelled. And even when, especially when like it played on the radio, cause you know, I'm at home, my family's there, my niece is there. Like, and then, you know, they turn on the radio and they actually playing our song. And it's like, to your family, they probably looking at you like, dang boy, like, <laughs> like dang, you, you got your song on the man, look at you, man. Like, keep going, you know? So if I, if I go back, can I pull this song up? No, you cannot. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you can't. If you dig hard enough, you might, but I don't think so. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So now let's fast forward to today, like with your music today. Yeah. What would you consider yourself as like a conscious rapper? Uh, how how would you do that? Yeah, uh, I wouldn't necessarily label myself as a conscious rapper. A lot of people do because of my subject matter, you know what I'm saying? But I wouldn't necessarily fall in that because, you know, as much as I am conscious, I'm ratchet too. You know what I'm saying? Like, we all got our little ways, our little hoodish ghetto ways. And, you know, and I, I, I just, I'm just an artist, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't let like the box, you know, people put you in the box, you know what I'm saying? I like to have free range and variety without the music because, you know, you might have a lane, like I might have a lane to where like people hear my music and be like, oh, he's a conscious rapper. But if you hear me hop on something that's not necessarily outside of my lane and I kill it, you'd be like, dang, well, is he a conscious rapper? Cause exactly. you know what I'm saying? So I just like to make music, man. Anything I like. Yeah, and you know, I'm I'm learning a lot of about different artists, um, how they don't want to be put in that box because you know, if you have like you said, if you're in one lane and you go to another lane, it's like totally hot to other people and it's grabs, you know, grabbing a different type of audience, yeah. then you're like, okay, I can't consider myself just this type of rapper now. That's right. You know, right. Um, I consider myself a recording artist. When I when I first started, I put myself as a gospel recording artist. Mm, okay. But you know, as I started, you know, doing music, you know, they're like, okay, you're a, you're an artist because, yeah, you might talk about the gospel, but you could still hop on another track. And start, yes, for sure. You know. Um, because I started off as a secular artist, so I was still killing stuff outside the gospel realm, but mm -hmm. then, you know, really taking off as a gospel artist, and I, you know, people just put the title on me, I'm a rapper that is happened to be a Christian, and that is it, you mm -hmm. know, so, you know, um, being, what was your, uh, what was your rap name? My rap name? Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I went through phases when I first started. My my yeah. my name, my initials is CTC. I got to tell you my own CTC. But CTC. Yeah, CTC. All right. So the first name I went with was this is gonna sound corny. Christian the Christian. That was it because Christian is my name. So I was like, wow. So, <laughs> so I was like, I mean, I get it. But <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, uh, everybody was like, nah, that's not gonna work. I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's not gonna work. So 
I went through these phases of just trying to figure out names. And when I first started my um, gospel journey, um, I really just got back into my faith because I, I was in faith. I, you know, growing up, going to church, you know, all my guys went outside, did my stuff, came back to church, you know. Sure. So um, I went with closest to Christ which was, I stuck with it for the longest. Okay. Um, but now I guess go by my middle name, which is Dion. So, yeah. Mm. So, yeah. I mean, they all have purpose. That's, that's the good thing about it. Exactly. You know, all those names mean something. It's not just like you came up with some cool name yourself that didn't have no significance to who you are. Exactly. Exactly. So let's flip it. How did you come up with your name? For sure. Okay. So it's crazy, right? Because people be trying to clown my name all the time, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, some like peewee type stuff, which is understandable. I'm built for because once my talent showcases, then they like, oh, well, hey, all right, then. All right, that's Pee Butter. All right, that's your name, brother. You know, but um, when uh, I was little, you know what I'm saying? I don't know for everybody, but most of my black people, they they do, you know, everybody, you know how everybody got a peanut in their family. Yep, you know yep. What I'm and that was me, you know what I'm saying? Maybe because my I was small, I had a big head, peanut head, all the weight was in the back, you know what I'm saying? So like if I'm, I'm for real, like if I got some pictures. So that was that. And plus I was like little, I was small, you know, I was a little pip squeak, you know what I'm saying? Like saying, so they called me peanut for the longest. And then as I got older, you know what I'm saying, I would start getting into my rap stuff. And I still use that name because you know I was still young and just toying around with stuff. Then mm-hmm. at a point I was kind of like not liking it just because it's like it was so young and it was like, all right, a lot of y'all is like I'm getting introduced as this, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. to people that I don't know. And it's like, I don't like that because they not like close to me, like my family too called me that. So my cousin, shout out to Ruben. Um a lot, you know, the thing I like about it, how like names are kind of christened to you, or sometimes yeah. they're kind of okay. given to you by whatever it is or whatever the case. So me and my cousin Ruben, he was uh, just seeing me doing my thing, getting bigger with the music or just elevating and stuff like that. And one day he just called me Butter one day, like just on some like, it was, what's good, Butter? Oh, I'm like, Butter, like, like yeah, you, you pee Butter now. I'm like, all right, all right. I'm like, it's a little cliche, you know what I'm saying? It's like it's super cliche, but he like, but still, bro, you you elevated though. You know what I'm saying? Like you ain't the, you ain't a little peanut no more. You pee butter now. You 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 stronger now. You smoother now. Like it's, it's it's different. So I'm just like, dang. I think I might work. I think I might run with that. And he would call me that, and like nobody would call me that. So when we all hang around in school and kick it and stuff, and he would call me that, and people would look at him and look at me like, which oh, this so this is this the new nigga? You got a new alias now? And, <laughs> And sure enough, people would start catching around school. People start calling me that. And then I start running with it, sending on records. And it was just like a great alias to come from. Cause like Peanut is like the small me, the young me, whatever. And Butter's the evolved me. And obviously it's like a super cliche with the peanut butter situation. But being that they come from a real place, can't nobody take that away from me. And plus when once you hear my music and see me perform, then <laughs> you forget about all of that. Nice, nice. So have you, because I've had a problem of 
people just call me by my rap name. They don't even call me my government name no more. I don't know why. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So have you had that issue where you're you're out in the street and people just call you bugger or you know like instead of yeah. your actual government yeah. name? My real, so my real name is Lionel. I'm named named after my father, and uh, it'd be funny because like. All my people that know me as Butter or P Butter, just call me Butter, whatever, things like that. And then somebody probably that know me by my government may come around somebody that call me Butter. And then they hit them, say my my government and be like, like, yo, don't call him that, bro. Like, <laughs> don't call him that. Like, he's Butter around here. Like, when you go back to wherever you go know him from, then you can call him a lot now. But over here, just call him Butter. So it's not too much of a problem, though. You know, my name is my name. Gotcha, gotcha. And you know, like you said, every name has a purpose. And yeah. you know, uh, I feel like the name given to you, you know, describes the person very well, you know. Sure. Uh, so, you know, it's just like your government name, your you got name is meaning something behind it. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Um, okay, okay. So your highlights of your music career. We already talked about the first time you heard your song on the radio. So what's been some of the highlights of your career? Man, I've recent or like just like early on, recent, like does it matter? Throughout, it doesn't matter. Early, recent, doesn't matter. Okay. Well, I mean, just off the top of my head, just like as a youngin, youngin, um, like 16, 17, like, I don't know how we found ourselves in these situations, but we had ended up opening for like Young Dro one time. That was cool. Uh, we had opened for Bone Crusher in Memphis. That was real tight because Bone Crusher showed us a lot of love and shorties. Um, you know, me performing at my first uh, festival uh, in uh, Orlando, the Superfest, Super Music Festival. Um, Man, me getting to work with Mickey Fax, that was real dope because he's a, he's a real dude. He showed me a lot of love just off the relationship that was built. Um, What else? Uh, last year, I had one. Um, what was that competition? Dang, I forget the name of it, but shout out to my man H out of Tampa. Uh, he had a competition the year before last. Um out of Tampa, I forget what it was called, but uh, I had won that. It was like a $500 competition. You know what I'm saying? I had won that too. So that was dope. Um, you know, graduating from school, that's a definitely a highlight. Um, uh, being featured in Orlando Voyager, that was tight too. Uh, hmm. And uh, I guess I guess me being able to throw my annual birthday shows too. Shout out to Geek Easy for holding me down because, you know, I've been doing that three years running with the exception of COVID, and they always show me love every time. So off the top of my head, that's you know I want to just see two bagadocious, but <laughs> off the top of my head, that's that's a couple of good accolades I got. Okay, so listening to all your accolades and hearing your story with music. Let's ask this. If you couldn't do music, what would you be doing? Whew. Uh, man, that's crazy. Um, so in high school, I 
wanted to be like an accountant or like booking books, you know what I'm saying? Like probably yeah. whatever, just because you know money. If you know money, you know money. Yeah. yeah. So, I, and plus I was, uh, I found out about that class in school. So I was like, man, I probably could do that. But then also, I also liked, um, I was really, I'm like a people person. Like I'm not, I'm like social and like, I'm not really afraid to talk to people, especially like about real world stuff. So it was a point in time I was thinking about being a therapist too, because I always talk to people a lot and I've been told that I gave good advice. So I just listen well. I know how to communicate with people when it came to like real life situations. Um, dang, but if not, I don't know for sure. It probably just one of those two just because it was something I want to do it. But now as I attend, I'll be definitely on a money making mission. You feel me? Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, I, I feel you with the therapist because everybody like they seem like they always come to me for advice and you know they're like you're a good listener and you give good yeah. advice and you get to talk to yeah yeah you know and then I wasn't with the accounting I was actually more so I was a computer nerd in high school okay so, yeah That's good too. It's, it's money <laughs> it's money and computers exactly exactly you know I was one of those people that could take a computer apart put it back together and everything else That's dope. and um but when actually started taking audio engineering in high school that's when I was like okay you know what music is what I want to do full-time yeah yeah so um but you know with with all the different elements of the music business you know you can still be an accountant but for your own books for sure so (laughs) yeah it's you know it's so many different things that you can do with what you what the knowledge you already know in mm-hmm. in the entertainment industry. So um so all right, so I heard your accolades, I heard the 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 upbringing of mm-hmm. brother. So who is you said Lionel, right? Yes sir. All right, so who is Lionel as a person? Man as a person, you know, I'm still figuring him out, you know what I'm saying? Just cause it's so much more life to live, you know? And at the same time, you're living for yourself while representing other people. But as far as Lionel, man, that guy, he's just like, especially at this point in time, just trying to embrace life and the people closest to him. You know what I'm saying? Cause with COVID, you know, nothing's really promised, you know what I'm saying? And if anything, it's taught me to be more grateful for life. And with the passing of my pops uh, two years ago, it's like, it's changed my, my perception on life in a whole nother, in a whole nother way. So, man, if I would say that if who I, who I am today, I put it to you like this. I live my life now and like, Three, three main philosophies. One, just being smart. Be smart at everything that you do. Do your research, be prepared, be safe. You know what I'm saying? Be smart at every single thing that you do. Two, live your life because life is not promised. Tomorrow's not promised. And if the one thing that we all wanna do is leave this earth. So, you know, you know, spend your time wisely and have your fun, be smart at the same time, but you only get one life, so you gotta live it. 
And three, just God, family, friends, you know what I'm saying, in that order. Because when you put your faith first, you know, you have purpose, you have meaning and staying tuned to, to, your, to your true self. And with your family, you gotta keep your family close because, you know, they're not gonna be here forever, you know, and it's your family tree may be small or, or it's getting smaller just because of time, you know what I'm saying? And people not appreciating their life. And then your friends, you know, you gotta have them close friends. You gotta have them day ones that, you know, you can trust that if you ever have children, you, if they have children, your children can be around each other. And knowing that you have a legitimate friend that don't want nothing from you, don't need nothing from you, but that friendship you know, and understanding the importance of it. So as far as who Lanell is, that's who I am at this present day. Okay, okay. And you perfect segues into our next uh, conversation with the friends and the family. Okay, okay. Uh, you married? I'm not. Kicks? No. Okay. All right. Well, hey, that's simple. There you go. Because I was looking. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was something, something juicy you was about to ask me. <laughs> well, I, you know, I was going to ask you because with, you know, um, asking with different um, artists with relationships that, you know, with their wives or their husbands. Yeah. Where, how was it when y'all first hooked up to where mm -hmm. it was it like, hard for the you know the other person because you're in this industry with it yep so okay let's do it like this the people that you talk to that you you know uh had relationship with you know mm -hmm. was it hard for y'all to you know spend time together because you know for some some artists you know this is all they know yeah so how was it for you with your different relationships um, some of them was cool. Some of them wasn't so cool. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, depends on the type of person that you're dealing with and like the type of relationship y'all have, you know, um, as far as it not being like one of my relationships where it wasn't working out or they just didn't, they couldn't cope with the aspect, you know, I would try to do things to like help bridge that gap, you know, so they can come to the shows with me. They can, uh, you know, keep the communication high. And obviously this is who I am when you met me. So I'm not about to change because now we talking or doing whatever, you know what I'm saying? So there was that as far as like some, I guess on the negative aspect, but there's been ones on the good aspect where they meet you, you know, um, saying you do music or whatever. And sometimes I don't like it. Sometimes I don't even tell people I do music because you know, people have a negative stigma when they, are oh, you a rapper? Are we sure you're a rapper? You know what I'm saying? It's like, Yes, I'm a rapper and I'm an artist. I'm actually good too, even though like the stigma on that is bad. But same same thing though, you know what I'm saying? Like once they check you out or see the work that you've done and be like, oh, you're a rapper, okay. And then they get past that. Y'all might get each other's Instagram or something. Then they see your stuff and then be chippy like, oh, oh, whoa, oh, you act this is actually nice. You got videos, you got this, like you actually dope. You out of you out of the city, you know what I'm saying? So it might take a, take a different perspective on them once they actually hear your stuff. But it's had its up and down, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, I don't really take it, I don't take it no way, even if they don't like it or they do. Cause it's like, yeah, I understand that. But it's like, you gotta tap into the person that I am first. And this is a part of who I am. So 
you know, we, we got to dive into that regardless. Gotcha, gotcha. So, um, going to the with the music and uh, is this your full time? Like, is music your full time right now? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have no nine to five. You're not. Class. Oh yeah, I have nine to five for sure. Okay. We were okay. the pandemic, bro. Yeah, that's what I was, <laughs> yeah, I was like. Hey, hey, I was like, if you if you got this full time, you got no nine to five, hey. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, you know what I'm saying. For a good minute, I was definitely striving off the music. I get my little ins and outs on the um on the money schemes, you know what I'm saying. But a lot of times, you know, I still try to make plays off my music as far as just like setting myself up, doing competitions, throwing my own shows, you know. All that kind of stuff, but I definitely had not gotten nine to five for sure. After that pandemic, I couldn't take no chances. <laughs> yeah, I think it opened up a whole lot of eyes to a whole lot of people. Like, yeah. real talk. Hopefully for the better too, man. Yes, yes. So let's talk about the pandemic. With it's been what three, three going three. I don't remember how long it's been. I so think long. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's going on three because I think it kind of it was coming out in twenty nineteen, and then it really hit twenty twenty. Yes. So during that time, how's your career been during the pandemic? Well, it was um, it was like 50-50, like yin and yang, because like I said, I was on a, on a life aspect. I was starting to realize, you know, I had to be grateful for life in this particular moment. So being that everything on a part, it was on pause. It was kind of good for us because it gave everybody a chance to like recollect. Uh, get your money right, you know what I'm saying? Like, just prepare for when that window's open back up again, you know what I'm saying? So, as much as there was a lot of bad stuff that happened, like people lost their lives, getting sick, losing their jobs, and all this kind of stuff, you know, there was a positive uh, outcome out of this as well, you know what I'm saying? It's just depending on how you applied it. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you know, it, like I said, well, some artists, you know, they've been like, okay, yeah, this is not going to work, you know? So I'm just going to go in my mind on the five and just forget music altogether because we don't know what tomorrow holds because, right. you know, and we have some artists that actually thrived mm-hmm. in the pandemic, you know? Yeah, um, they did. Because social media was a heavy. During Come the- on, man. So, you know, um, just using different avenues of social media technology it yes you know it because these zoom calls right now you know i feel like this got really popular because of the pandemic exactly i didn't know anything about zoom before (laughs) you you see what i'm saying (laughs) so you know now i'm using zoom like almost every day man it's almost the norm now to where people like to to come in you know you got to come in for an interview or whatever half the time they like man we need to do this on Skype. We do this on Zoom calls and everything else. It's almost the new norm now. Exactly. You know, um, I'm during the pandemic. I got into the financial services, so I do life insurance. Okay. So, you know, before I remember growing up, the insurance man coming to my house talking about you need life insurance, sitting at yeah. the table. But now I'm the person that's like. Let's hop on the Zoom and I can get you a quote. <laughs> like, Real talk. 
<laughs> how you getting money from the comfort of your own home? Exactly. You know, so it's just like this, like you said, it's the new norm. And, you know, um, to see so many people, like I said, thrive into in this pandemic, because me, honestly, I before uh, the pandemic, I didn't know nothing about fleet DJs, to be honest. Mm. You know, uh, when I started, uh, when the pandemic started, I used to go live on Facebook yeah. five times a week mm. and just doing mixes five times a week. Yep. And yep. Uh, somebody saw me, well, my cousin saw me, she's like, hey, you should join Fleet DJs. I was like, I don't even know what Fleet DJs is. Like, so I'm going to join it. So, you know, um, but after getting into it, and seeing so many people thriving in the same industry during a pandemic, I was just like, oh, this is great. So, you know, um, and making a different connections that I did, you know, because um, it's easy to network with people now with social media. It was a little bit harder back before the pandemic. You wasn't really on social media. And you had like famous rappers, like, I'm doing verses, I'm doing shouts out, I'm doing shout outs for this much. I'm exactly. Give me, exactly. Give me this, I'll post this for you. That was like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you was an artist, you serious about your stuff, you can maneuver in a certain way because everybody's in the same position. Everybody trying to find work or trying to find ways to get money and hustle their stuff off. So it's just like, if you're an artist that had your business intact prior to the pandemic, or if you got your business together while you was during the pandemic, that was good because now you have more accessibility to artists that you didn't have initially. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, it's, you know, it. sometimes it's, it's weird because, you know, some of the stuff that I'm doing now in my industry, I would never thought I'd be doing. Yeah. Interviewing people like you, you know, different artists, I never thought I'd be doing that. <laughs> like, <laughs> but, you know, with the pandemic, you, like I said, it opened up a whole lot of eyes to people to where they like, okay, what else can I get my hands yeah, in? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, it, like I said, financial services. I never dreamed of being a, in a financial field like that. Right. <laughs> so It's important though, too. That life insurance is definitely important. And people, like, people don't know about it. They kind of like push health insurance, but life insurance is very, very important and it can be beneficial to you financially. Man, you better say that again, because a lot of people don't realize how important life insurance is. And, you know, they don't understand the education behind the life insurance. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, it's it's tough as a salesman because, you know, especially like our generation, they really don't want to hear that. Like, you know, like, oh, I don't need no life insurance or I have life insurance because with my job. People don't realize when that's that, that's not yours. That's not yours. That, that's not yours. Man, you you know some stuff I see. <laughs> I love some, you know what I'm saying? I'm not big in the, you know, um the life insurance world, but I definitely tap into like stuff that's relative towards money, cash flow, and just how people make their things. And it's important, you know, like and because my pops had life insurance. And it let me realize that, you know, that's the stuff is important because he was a young dude when he passed away. So mm -hmm. it's like, and it's really for your family. If you got a family, then you need to get some life insurance because it's really for your family. 
Man, I'm gonna have you do a commercial. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do it too. I'll sell that mud too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, okay. Now let's get into the, the music that you have out. Yes. That song I heard was stressing. Yes. So let's let's dig some details and stressing if people ain't heard the track. Let's do it. So I felt like that was a modern day. I feel like uh what's the name of the black uh black strawberry is it blackberry strawberry molasses? Blackberry yeah. molasses. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you know that, that was like almost that that type of feel to it, you know. Wow. Um and you know, some of the stuff that you're bringing up into the in your song, I could kind of relate. A lot of people are gonna be able to relate, and you know, yeah. um those are the type of songs that really can catch an audience, but you have to really listen to what's being said. You gotta listen, man. You gotta listen. Man. So, you know, uh, that's why I like to, if I can, take the song, strip, a, strip the music, and just listen to it. Or yeah. even just read the lyrics and just, yeah. you know, that's the type of person I am to really understand the song. Yeah. So, for, like I said, for those who don't know what stressing is, kind of give it the back history of that song. For sure. You know, so uh, briefly, I was mentioning earlier, you know what I'm saying? I was bringing me like the passing of my pops, and it really stemmed from that. You know what I'm saying? I pretty much lost my pops in um, late 2019. And, you know, it was real tough time because it was in December. You know, my birthday's in December, Christmas is in December, you know what I'm saying? Like Christmas right around the corner and, you know, being back for the holidays now, it's just like, it does something to us. It should be a real joyous holiday, but being that he passed away around that time, it kind of just takes the life out of Christmas sometimes. So we just, we still trying to find that spark. But it started with that, you know what I'm saying? There's everything I was going through in that process, you know what I'm saying? Like, as far as the terms of the details, like my mental health wasn't compatible. Um, my brother uh, who was in jail at the time, he couldn't even go to the funeral, you know what I'm saying? Like we was trying to get him out of there. I even knew some people that was in there that had like some rank yeah. or whatever. And we tried to see if we can get people to pull some strings and that couldn't even happen. You know what I'm saying? And then even at that time, I was in a relationship and me and her wasn't on the best terms. You know what I'm saying? Nothing was really done. It was just like, we were kind of just like, life was hitting us. You know what I'm saying? She had family issues. I had family issues. And being that we were so vulnerable and broken within our own, we couldn't really find love to fix each other. You know what I'm saying? And I stressed all of that in the song. You know what I'm saying? Just to being like, look, man, you know, and, and plus it was therapeutic, bro. You know, going through that stuff and having that stuff bottled up is not healthy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I would pray and I would meditate and I would work out and stuff like that, but it's it was always going to be in me. That's my daddy. You know what I'm saying? So, like, it was always going to be in me. So, I really had to find a way to really get that out. And what better than, than the music, you know? And... I mean, the song was so fluent. I wrote it super fast just because my emotions were so high. It was just like, everything was just coming out. You know what I'm saying? Anything I thought of. And at the same time, I really loved the song, the beat as well. Shout out to Abel on the beat. 
And I really just wanted to give something to people something different, show them a different, a real side of me, a story set telling side of me, providing real content and substance to knowing like, yo, you can make, you could, it's not about being popping all the time because life is not popping all the time. Exactly. You know, it's really not. So with that song and me making it, it was like, all right, man, I definitely want to put this out to the people. I want to release as a single. I'm going to promote it hard because I want people to see this side of me. And I want them to tap into this side of them too. Just Or I don't know what the song is doing for somebody else that may be going through something that's like this, you know? So it, it, it did something for me and the helps of doing so, something for somebody else. Gotcha. It shows that vulnerability that vulnerable side of you, that transparent side, you know? Exactly. Because, you know, a lot of artists don't want to show that. You exactly. Know? That's my whole point. My so, whole point. You know, um, it, it's when you have those artists that <laughs> are willing to open up, that really gives you the more of a respect for that artist. That's right. You know, you, you never know what the artist is going through. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and everybody popping out. Everybody want to be in their best highlight, a highlight reel all the time. And it's like, exactly. hey, look, it's not, it's, it's not like that. Exactly. You know, uh, I got a few songs where, like, I had literally, I was recording, but I was so emotional recording it, you could hear it because it was, yes. you know, those stories is just like, it, it's real to us. So it's, it's not like I'm just writing a song here and there but these are real life stories you know exactly. so it's like it, it's hard and I think it was harder for me to record a song like that because of my story you know yeah like, of course you you reliving the story as you're telling it exactly so you know sometimes you don't want to go back to that right you know? right so it's like but like you said you never know who's gonna need it so you do put it out you know, uh, so what did you have in your mind? I was like, do I release it? Do I, or it was this gets therapeutic for me? That's right. That's you know, right. You know, it, it, you, it's like a toss up. But like you said, once those people, like, once those people hear it and can relate to it, they're like, okay, you know, I, I get, I get it. Yeah. You know? So uh, I, like I said, I commend you for doing that because, like I said, I've heard your other tracks, but stressing, I don't know. It was just something about stressing that just stuck with me. It's real, man. It's just a real song. And I that I appreciate that more than anything. You know what I'm saying? I got other popping songs that's nice and other things like that. But when it's like, you like, man, I like these songs, but stressing, dog, like that, that was a real song. I felt you on that. And I'd be like, okay, use a real one. You know what I'm saying? You ain't just looking at my popping song, song the most views or whatever. You actually digging into my actual craft. And it's much appreciated. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So what's next from here? The world, man. Sure, you know, it ain't stopping. You know, the world start opening back up. So it's like more room and opportunity. But um, definitely more music. I'm definitely dropping more music. I probably have uh, have some coming out very soon. Um, and uh, no, well, I ain't gonna get that away. But uh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the music for sure, you know, definitely doing my videos. Uh, I've been traveling a lot more, you know what I'm saying? So you'll definitely find me in certain cities or surrounding cities. Um, aside of that, 
uh, I'm definitely going to be putting on shows of my own. And that's another story, too. I can't get out of the way yet. But nothing's going to stop, man. Nothing's going to stop. I'm going to just pretty much keep putting on, keep putting out music, creating content, and creating opportunities for myself and other artists that just want to get their stuff off because, you know, you got we got to sit together as artists, you know, because there's a lot of artists these days and everybody think they don't want, but mm-hmm. y'all got to come together at times too. You know what I'm saying? We can all be one at times. I know you think you're the best right now and I think <laughs> I'm the best too, but like, let's come together on this one. And then we can, then when we, <laughs> when we separate, we can still be the best on our own turn. Nice. Nice. So I saw a video uh, just recently. I'm going to see you down in Jacksonville. Oh, I was in Fort Lauderdale. Okay, okay, Fort Lauderdale. Okay, all right. So, um, with the show, like you said, with the show starting to pick it back up, um, how is that, you know, with going back to the pandemic? Because, you know, people are still out here. Yeah. So, how is that, you know, um, is it more so, because I don't know, I haven't done a show since the pandemic. Uh, oh really? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. <house> real. <laughs> I've I've DJed, but I haven't. You know. Okay. See me being a DJ, I could put on my mask all day. Uh, true, true, true. Yeah, but you know, um, I haven't done a show me on my music side during since the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So how is that preparing mentally and then physically going to something? into a show like that during this time? I mean, for me, it wasn't difficult. It wasn't really hard. Uh, Thanks by the grace of God, you know, um, I'm not really a sick person. I think my immune system must be intact because I mean, I get tested for COVID quarterly, but I've yet to have a positive result yet. Um, And at the same time, like I said, the pandemic did something to me, but like, man, we outside, like, you, you you put a cage, you have an animal cage for so long, like you let them uh, free, I'm about to go crazy. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, in exception of that life, being woke and stuff, just like, man, we back outside and there's more life to live. So I do take proper precautions though, you know, in terms of just like keeping my health intact and just, you know, trying to stay as sanitary as possible. But that's what people got to start tying up on too. You know what I'm saying? It's like what you're putting in your body internally and what you're taking in that can be prepared for these type of things. Because ain't no, ain't no way I'm just about to stay in the house all day. I can't really prosper if I just stay in the house. <laughs> so, you know, I would just try to do things. It's like, all right, you stay clean or when you go, because when I travel, it's, you're real, real, real prone to like do unhealthy stuff. You know what I'm saying? So at least when I'm on the road, I'll be trying to eat good when I'm on the road. So I focus on like fruits and like trail mix and like smoothies and stuff like that. Because when you're on the road, you so it's so easy just to eat something that's unhealthy for you. Eat some donuts or some chips, exactly. some, all that stuff. It's super easy going to these gas stations. They got the most unhealthiest choices, whatever. But me, I've definitely learned the importance of when you travel on the road like that, the last thing you want to do is get sick, especially if you by yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you got to fend for yourself, you got to help yourself. Mm-hmm. So, 
it's best to just try to keep that um, immune system intact, try to eat certain things on the road that's going to prevent you from being sick or like anything of that nature. So, so you can make it back to where you're going from, going to, and then you can probably like eat what you really want because you got some type of control over your setting. But when you outside in different cities, man, you know, I try different foods, but when I'm on the road, like literally on the road, I try to eat good just so I don't put myself, my body in too much danger. Okay, okay, okay. Now, I heard, like I said, you're doing the shows, and then I want to ask this question. Yeah. How was the, how did the connection come about with you and DJ Grants? Fleet, man. Fleet, man. Shout out to the, to the almighty Fleet. Fleet DJs. Um, I did meet Grants prior to the, uh, the conference last year, because we went uh-huh. to the conference last year. And, um, you know, we were rocking with the Fleet DJs for a minute. Like, they've been showing us a lot of love. So we have the conference calls and the, the Zoom meetings and stuff like that. And I, uh, Grants was tapped in. And then I think they had, like, a Fleet meet and greet out here in Orlando. Um, I forgot the spot. It's, um, they know what I'm talking about. But I had a meet and greet out here. And Grants was an Orlando DJ. And I got put tip to him, I think, through the Fleet DJs. It's like, oh, y'all need to tap into this person, this person. And uh, Grants was one of them. And then we went to the event and we, I finally met him, put a face to the name, like, okay, what's up, bro? And we just been cool. Like, bro, just been solid. He just supporting the music for sure. He's seeing like the work that we putting in, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, with that, he had uh, ended up doing my, DJing my birthday show for me. So I was really appreciative of that. Now, so I'm like, all right, Grands, man, you got to rock for sure. So it's a big salute to Grands, man. He, he's definitely a real one. Yes, yes. Like I've met him. I officially met him at the conference as well. <laughs> like, okay. uh, but, you know, knowing Grants over a year and some change now, you know, it, it's uh, like you said, he moves in silence, but he he does it with a purpose. I like it, though. That's what I'm saying. I like how you move. Yes, yes. And, you know, uh, starting this venture with him with the radio station was just like, oh, OK, this was right for us. So, you know, um, I, I wouldn't ask. I wouldn't trade nobody else to start this business with if it wasn't. Yeah, man. He's a solid dude, man. He, yes. he supported me wholeheartedly. When, it, when Ever since we met, he was always cool. And then when it came to my birthday show, he had, like, no questions. He's like, hey, man, tell me the time and everything else, and I'm there. And ever since then, I'm like, man, you got my respect. Gotcha, gotcha. So are you going to be back in Jacksonville for the free conference this year? <laughs> you know, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's, it's water wet. Come on, man. Okay. Just had to make sure. Just had Oh, yeah. To- I'm tapping in. I had a great time last year, man. It was dope last year. I had a great time. And, you know, a lot of artists was like, oh, you were at the conference? I was like, yeah, I was at the conference. I was just behind the scenes. And there was a lot. Of, I mean, it's a lot of people, man. Yes, that too. DJs, so that I mean, too. And you know, um, you know, if you don't get to see everybody or remember everybody's name, it's like, bro, please forgive me. I'm shaking fifty <laughs> hands today. It's, it's a lot right now. And you, you said fifty hands, but that's a day. Like, that's what I'm saying. yeah, like, uh, so you know. I had people come up to me like, hey, Cyclops, let's take a selfie. I was like, okay, I don't even know who you are, but we're going to take a selfie. Like, yeah. So, you know. One thing that I did like, though, is that because we was rocking with the Fleet DJs for a minute, and I was getting familiar with a lot of them. And then to see everybody at the conference, I'm like, oh, my God, I know exactly who I wanted to talk to because I be talking crap 
to certain people and whatever, whatever. So it was, it was a real dope feeling. Okay. Okay. So I always ask this question. If you could take, I used to do five years, but let's go back to 2010. Mm -hmm. We first started going full sale. Yeah. If you could go back to that time, what would you tell yourself then since you've already lived it? God. At, in like, in two, like I'm going to school, 2010, I just came yeah. out here. Yeah. The advice I would give myself, I would say, have your fun, live your life, but stay focused. And I mean, super focused because do you do stay focused and do your research because people lack the importance of research. And if I, if, if I was intuitive, then the way I am now, I would definitely be like more like resilient just because of the knowledge. It's really the knowledge, like the education, you know, you get educated, people can teach you stuff. But when you learn how to learn on your own, and when you learn how to research stuff yourself, it turns you to a different type of person because nobody's telling you to do this. You're doing this on your own. Like you finding this information, you reading up articles, you contacting this person and going to these properties and things of that nature. So I would definitely tell myself to be like, stay focused, but have your fun you know, do your research and everything that you're trying to do and get your money because I feel like all of that was going to fall into play because like we always say, boy, if I known then what I know now, it's just like I would just, I would have a completely different mindset. And that's mainly one of the things I know now just in terms of the research, you know, because people be asking me questions or how'd you do this or how'd you do that? I'm like, yeah, man, you heard this thing called Google? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, what would you do? So how'd you do, how'd you get your song on Pandora? All right, so this is what I did was, I went to Google and I typed in, how do I get my music on Pandora? Nice, nice. And, and then you read. <laughs> and you know, they say reading is knowledge. It is. It is, man. It's the knowledge. And as I said, education is cool. You get taught something like the system is a little whatever. But yeah. knowledge, man, knowledge, man, it's, it's really power. Yes, yes. Ain't nobody tricky with you knowledge. Can't, no, can't nobody, somebody try to fix your car, you know what I'm saying? It'd be, oh, it's this. And you're like, hold on, bro. I know a thing about fix, thinking too about fixing cars, and it definitely ain't that. Exactly. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to leave here because now I see your intentions ain't, ain't right and you're trying to mislead me because you thought I didn't know what I know. You try to get more money out of me. Yeah. yeah That's yeah. what it is. It's all about the knowledge. You know exactly. what I'm saying? If you're smart and you know what you're talking about, people try, they can they can try to lie to you, but if you know what you know, you ain't about to let them. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, uh, like you said, Google is a strong tool. People use it. <laughs> For real, in all aspects, any any question that I have, man, anything you looking for, I mean, you Google all this stuff anyway. Where to, where where to eat at? Where's the you know the hookah lounge at? Exactly. All that stuff you do that anyway. You do it anyway. If it's anything else, you want to learn how to start a business, you 
you type that stuff in and start reading out what the best options is for you. It's, it's that simple. Exactly, exactly. Man, well say. This has been a great conversation. A great yeah, conversation. Man. And, you know, um, for those who don't know who P-Bugger is, y'all know now. You feel me? Y'all need to tap in, man. This is this something special going on right now. My man Cyclops, I appreciate you, dog, for putting this. So, you know, like we said, we've been trying to put this together for a little minute, you know? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, we got it done. You know, life happens. <laughs> so, yeah, every day. Exactly. So, um, any last closing remarks that you want to say um, to the people? Yeah, man. Just like, you know, thank, thank you, everybody that's tuning in. Y'all make sure y'all keep tapping in with the Fleet DJs for sure. Um, make sure y'all tap in the cartel music. Make sure y'all check out the radio station. Um, shout out to Cyclops. Shout out to Grands, you know, setting this up. You know, make sure y'all follow me on all platforms. Uh, P Butter, P Dash, B U T T A. Uh, my handle is at B U T T A, the number two D A P. Um, be tuned for more music. Definitely be tuned for more shows. And, and artists, you know what I'm saying? If artists want to work, I'm definitely down to work, especially if I have some type of rapport with you because I want to start working with more people. And I feel like we need more unity amongst each other as artists. Cause you know, it's a lot of ego driven people out there. And the only way for us to really win is when we come together. So um, with that message, uh, Animal House, we still pushing, Fragrance is still pushing. We got the merch coming soon, the merch line coming soon. You know, uh, like I said, we got the free conference coming soon. I'm gonna definitely be up there for that. You know, um, it's starting to heat up again. It's starting to feel like Florida again. So, you know, <laughs> it's about to be outside, man. So tap in, tap in. All right. Well, I'll be down in at the conference and right back in August while I'll be in Orlando. So, yes, I'll be in Orlando. <laughs> I've been in Orlando for four days in August. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be down there. But like I said, it's been a great time talking to you. Um, like, yeah, y'all, y'all guess we have a lookout because, like I said, he's making noise already. So, <laughs> you know. it, man. yeah, yeah. So, everybody out there, just make sure y'all check out Stressing. Um, song is out right now. So, you know, check out to some good music, quality music. And, yeah. Um, also check out the video too. I dropped the inside look of how the song was recorded. You know what I'm saying? So I let people into the recording process. So they can check that out on YouTube as well. All right. Well, hey, y'all heard it here first. It's your boy DJ Cyclops right here with another edition of After the Music Stops, giving you the behind the music stories of your favorite artists right here on Hits Cartel Radio. Until next week, you never know who's going to be on. So peace out and see y'all later. Peace.